One, two, three. All right, we're back. It's as if we just filmed an episode. Which we just did. Which we totally did. <laughs> but we're putting this one out a week Later. afterwards. Yes, because we're organized, I think. Exactly. Yeah. Sort of. Well, Professional. I'm sort of not. But anyways, hi. It's Sportulation Podcast. I'm Yusuf. I'm Pars. I'm Anton. We're back with another episode. And uh, today, we uh, instead of me asking the questions, Anton has a question for us. Anton, what is your question? Yeah. So, I don't know as much about sports as uh, Yusuf and Pars, if you guys have listened to the previous episodes. And so, my question is, like, how do you get into sports? Like, how do you become more knowledgeable about stats and, and history and, you know, all these other things? I mean, I'm, I'm sure that, that, like, a couple quick Google searches and, like, just reading a bunch of Wikipedia, you, you can do that with that as well. Um, Pars, turn your ringer off. Sorry. Are you, are you getting a call? I know. Not text. anymore. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're busy. Okay. We're really. Um Yeah. So just like if you're just if you're also listening to this podcast, I mean ter- chances are you probably like sports. Yes. But maybe you you maybe have you like s- us. <laughs> maybe <laughs> you be. don't you, you have a you know, a a friend, a, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, uh, you know, a spouse, a you know, Dad, a kid. Dog. Yeah, yeah whatever. Uh, uh, someone someone who you know like who's kind of interested in sport you know in a similar position to me who's like kind of interested in sports just because like they like hanging out with you like i like hanging out with yusuf and parse um but i'm just not as like intelligent about you know sports statistics and sports history and all that stuff but i kind of like uh other aspects of it like you know the stories behind it and like you know uh yeah the stories behind um, players and you know connecting I think with we'll that. S- I think we'll start off with the history aspect of it. I think that's most one of the most important. At least in my ideas, one of the most important things to understand. So we're gonna dive into this um, through all four major league sports. So right, which sport? is yeah within North America within, within North, North America, America yeah yeah. So we're gonna talk about the Sorry, baseball soccer first. fans. Yeah, forget you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. We love you. You guys are growing. We're well, gonna whole Euro. You're, you're, you're going to pass universe on universes. We have to explain. Yeah. Well, they're yeah. going to, they're soon going to pass uh, hockey. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, like, probably. <laughs> All right. Pars carry so on. to start off with baseball, what's the most memorable, most important name in sports baseball that you know of today? It's most likely not the city you live in unless it's in the city of New York. Babe Ruth. So yeah, the Yankees is the most prominent and well-known sports franchise in baseball. When you talk baseball and you want to ask yourself, any John on the street, pretty much, you can really go on the street. What's your favorite team? If they don't say the city they're living in, they'll then say one of those famous ones, like, like the, the Yankees, ones, yeah. like the Dodgers, like the Red Sox, like the Red Sox, teams like that. As you see, we didn't talk about the Marlins. We didn't talk about San Diego Padres or the Blue Jays or the Blue Jays. <laughs> we talked about major league city teams with like. Plus 50 years of history. Now, that not every single major team has to have plus 50 years. Some teams barely have some, 20. Some teams barely have 20. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's important. So, um, you know, going about that, once you get a hand of what the major teams are, uh, you start to realize why those teams are so good. Not only do they have a history of success, but also have a history of getting really, really good players to come there. And that comes down to the city environment. So, young people listen to this right now, you know. You want to live in the city. Who doesn't, right? Sure. You you want to, you know, experience that lifestyle of, you know, 
being downtown. And that is kind of the idea in sports. Everybody kind of wants to play for the Los Angeles Lakers. Everybody wants to kind of, you know, when they're growing up, play for uh, the Boston Bruins, unless you're Toronto fans. <laughs> but yeah, like that, that's how it is. And um, once you start to understand from that, every other city, city. you mean? No, <laughs> trust me, you want to you want to play for Boston. Yeah, uh, you basically want to play for Boston. Screw else. That's that's uh, once you get a hang of that, you start to answer it. Montreal Canadiens is another prime example. So they have the most cups ever to win. Twenty-four. Right? Damn, I didn't even. I always get it confused. You knew that right off the top of my head. 20, so, yeah, 24. you know, legendary franchise is probably the next step you want to get into. Who has won the most of all time? When you look at NBA, it's the Boston Celtics and the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, you look at MLB, it's the Yankees. Yep. I don't know if the Sox next. The Red Sox? Yeah, the Red Sox. I don't remember. I don't think so. No, it's not the Red no, Sox. No, it's not the Red Sox. I don't know who's after that. Yeah. Considering the Yankees have 27 World Series, right? no one knows who's second. No one cares who's Nobody second. really cares, right? Yeah. But that's the so. thing. You want to start off, and, and everybody's sports, uh, understanding how sports is, you want to start off with what are the major franchises, what are the major teams. Then you want to get into um, history of it, like who's been winning the most, who has the most longest seasons. For example, Miami Heat, Pat Riley and them. Those guys have been at it. Like Pat Riley as himself has been around NBA basketball for like 25 plus years, and he's been successful. And then when you start to see him pop off in Miami, it's kind of like, oh, well, you know, it makes sense. There's a legendary guy. Therefore, there's going to be legendary results, positive results. So I guess what you're saying is like one way to start off is by uh, looking at the, you know, the, the most obvious or the most, uh, yeah, the, the standout stuff. So you want to take a little bit of a history yeah. dive, not a deep search. It's not going to take you like 20 years to understand this stuff. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like instead of me knowing about like, specific battles within you know the american revolutionary war just sort of know like who the important people are like oh yeah george washington look at your average grade nine grade 10 history class right you pop up in the history classes day one you look at the syllabus and all of a sudden like we're gonna talk about the war of 1812 we're gonna talk about what's the first thing you do or something let me go find out who actually won the war of 1812 oh wait nobody did who was involved the americans the canadians the, the british the uh Union, there was a little bit of confederacy germany in there yeah, you know like, you know there's all these little things just learn that kind of stuff you just right. go on from there so that's kind of how this whole like i want to learn about sports therefore let me go learn how many yankees championships there were and who even played for the yankees yeah right you don't really get into the player aspects until you're in modernization days at least that's how I take it personally. Okay. So that's I don't. Gone about it. I don't attack that because if you start mm-hmm. to do that, then you become kind of brainwashed, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, here's what's gonna happen. What do you mean by brainwashed? Let's let, let's di- let's dive deep. Let's. Okay. Chicago is actually a great example for this. Which so, team or the entire city? Chicago Bulls. Chicago Bulls. Okay. So you look up like famous things in basketball. Chicago Bulls pops up. Michael Jordan, the greatest ever to do it. Of course. All of a sudden, you become a Chicago Bulls fan. Right. And then you start picking them to win every single game that they play. Mm-hmm. Yet you have no idea that at this time right now, their ownership is completely lunatic. Yeah. Yeah. That they have John Paxton, the former Bull, kind of questionably legendary. I mean, he was on the team. He does have some of those rings. Wasn't there the entire time. But he's not able to run a franchise. And you have to ask yourself why. Why is Chicago so terrible right now? Well, bad draft picks, terrible coaches have been in and out. <laughs> you want to look back at the history of why they were bad. You know? The history of why they were bad being no. the egotistical sidelines, sideline arguments that they had. Okay, but how do I, as like a, uh, as a, you know, as sort a, of agnostic or like kind of 
Casual. Yeah, casual, casual fan. Yeah. Like, how do I know these things? Like, so how do I speak to, like, a super, how I, you know, I have, you know, uh, like, uh, let's say I'm in in a relationship and yeah. I'm, oh, I'm dating this person and she's, like, super into, uh, I don't know, let's, let's just say. The Minnesota she's, Wild. Dolphin. <laughs> she, <laughs> the Minnesota Wild. No, like, that's like, actually a good idea. Like, yeah, yeah. Literally, yeah. Actually, she's, like, super into Minnesota Wild and, like, okay. super into NHL. Like, NHL is kind of, like, the team that I, or... <laughs> the team. <laughs> you, you see how much I know about that. Yeah. But like, it's kind of the league that womp, womp. I know the most about. But even then, I'm like still very uh, kind of like a casual s- yeah. Uh, yeah. sports fan. So like, what do, what do I do? Like, how do I how do I talk to these people who just about, like like these big things. about sports who just like <laughs> yeah. know so much? Well, I feel like it's it's different depending on where you go because you're gonna you know depending on who you hang out with, you're gonna deal with fans that just like know. About the sport, like they just know who's on the team, who yeah. plays, yeah. like you know, if this guy's good, if this guy's good, like that's it. It's more of a general consensus than it is like deep diving into the stats. Mm-hmm. And then there's gonna be psychotic people like us, like us that know stats. And Not I think even. It, part how I think about it is it, it's obviously gonna be different for like other people, but for me, it was through like almost like through osmosis, mm-hmm. so to speak. And living in Boston for four years really did that to me. Oh, okay. Because, like, you know, even even before college, like, I knew, I think the only team I knew, like, crazy things about were the Red Wings. That's because, mm-hmm. like, I'm a diehard Red Wing fan. Yeah. Unfortunately, at this point, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> stop. Uh, but, yeah, like, I know that, like, hockey, I know history and stats like the back of my hand. Yeah, they're much Other like Detroit teams, know. though, like the Tigers, I know who the good players were on the Tigers. I know what years they did good. I know what years they did bad. I know who's good on the team now. But I I don't know like the crazy amount of stats like oh which pitcher has like the best ERA or whatever right. because I don't put myself in the ho- in the baseball crowd too much when it comes to Detroit sports or even like football and basketball it's, for me it's mainly hockey yeah that's true that's so true. for me because I start hang like I've been hanging around with other people that you know go crazy talking about stats especially in Boston because they are picky about everything. everything for me it was like I should probably learn how to keep up with this kind of stuff and being yeah. you know us being from the toronto area living in boston i got ridiculed a lot because people would be like oh your team pays Tavares too much oh your team does this too much yada 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 these players are getting paid too much and i'm sitting here like how much are they actually getting paid like i kind of want to find that out and see that and then from there i go well, is that player worth that money but wait you wouldn't I know that yet because you're still well, that's you're when still that's when i start from there Going okay. into, you know, looking in stats and yeah, looking yeah. at, like, hockey DB or whatever and, like, looking at past stats being like, okay, well, I know what some of these things mean, but I kind of want to learn more. And then from, like, watching and reading up on stats and seeing how things are going, that's why, like, whenever I see a signing happen right, where, a t- like, a player that should not be getting a stupid amount of money is getting a stupid amount of money, I sort of sit there and I think, okay, interesting. I don't know much about this guy, but mm-hmm. I'm going to look into it because that is a ludicrous amount of money that has gotten my attention, and I want to look into that. So there's a general interest in you to learn about it on yeah. top of the I still want to be relevant in the conversation. Because, like, I'll be I'll be honest with mm, you guys. I like, guess so. Basketball, yes. I, I, could, I like to say I, I, know, a lo- I know enough. Yeah. You know, I researched it enough. NHL, there's probably some spotty areas I feel here like and there you, when it comes to history. basketball is me to hockey. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, we get into football and baseball. Baseball is spotty. Baseball's NFL's, NFL's better. I'm, NFL's better. Base, the thing is with baseball, though, is baseball, like, as if you're talking about, like, the four major sports to just, like, get into as a fan. If you're you, right. Like, when you start to sort of gain, like, a bigger interest or 
you realize your friends are very interested in, in stats and wanting to get into that, and you, you try looking it up yourself. With hockey and basketball and football, football might be a little more complicated, depending, but because you have stats for defensive teams, you have stats for special teams. Yeah, stats for, anyways, it's, it that's a difficult. whole other thing. But with like you know hockey and and uh, basketball, it's more or less straightforward right. to sort of get into if you're looking at just like the general stats, like how many goals they scored, how many like it, for me personally, mm-hmm. I when I look at hockey, I don't focus on goaltending because that's a whole other thing for me. Mm-hmm. But for you know forwards and defensemen, I look at okay, points assist or goals assists points, mm-hmm. and that's about it. And then like maybe I'll look at time on ice maybe but for me i just look at those three things mm-hmm. because it's just x plus y equals z right right so it isn't as complicated for me to get into it because it's like okay yeah and i guess if like, anything, the, the, i can the, just the, talk about points with people those two sports uh themselves are kind of easier to understand it's like five people on thing the ice five go people in court. thing go in and other that, thing yeah, yeah and exactly. other team try to stop thing from going into the other right. and right. Like, do the exact opposite yeah. whereas like Baseball, you look at it like, oh man, man. Uh, oh, what's yeah, the rules here? Like, yeah. All right, so you, you got to pitch, but it's you got to throw the ball, and it's got to be in a defined box, but it's not really a box; it's like an imaginary box. By the way, that you got to have someone else decide <laughs> Sorry, what, whether or not it's in a box. But uh, now that uh, you play in a league where there's high-speed cameras, and you figure out whether or not it was in the box, and so you can figure out whether or not you swing the bat. This is just this but, is just but batting you're by the way. And even if you get you're it in the box, Hold on, I can still call a ball. On you're that. forgetting that box can be anywhere depending on the person calling the box. Yeah. yeah. It so, could like, be here, it could be there, it could be up there, it could be like right on and your then chin. And there's blown calls. And there's it baseball as a sport really sometimes does not make a lot of sense. Yeah. Another easy way to learn about sports if you're just starting off is to listen to some of the big names. That are talking about things that are happening in the sports world, like in media. Yeah. In oh, media. yeah. We could so definitely name off a lot. When of those I right was now. starting out, I listened to a lot of those guys who were talking. Um, Bob McKenzie, who I'm a really big fan of, was the guy who I actually learned from for hockey. TSN because he, like, the way he broke the game down to me became, you know, one plus one equals two. Yeah. It was very oh. straightforward. He didn't. He didn't do all that craziness about how he felt personally about each and every single player. It was mostly like, this is what they're able to do, and this is what they're not able to do. And then you could actually see it when you watch the games. Yeah. So watching as well as listening to those kind of guys can get you further along so as well. So here's, uh, here's one way, actually, to re- like if you want to start like getting into it. People are obviously very uh, uh, interested and motivated by social media, right? Oh. It's a social media generation. Yeah. You know? We want to be careful what you say out there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, continue. Yeah. What's your thought? So, there are obviously, you know, like, influencers out there that people follow. And if that influencer does something other than show off a fancy watch or whatever, people might take an interest in that. For example, there's a YouTuber uh, named, I believe his name's JD or something. I don't remember. But he runs a channel called Legal Eagle. <clears throat> oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Great channel. Great channel. Yeah. He's a lawyer. From D.C., uh, lives in California now, I believe. And his whole channel is two parts. Part one is where he actually, like, helps out with law students getting through law school and, like, courses, so to speak. And the other part is where he takes his love of movies and TV shows and will basically review, like, the laws and, like, so to speak, court cases that happen in these things and decide whether or not, like, the following punishment should be charged and yada, yada, yada. I'm not much into law. I was for a bit, and then I wasn't. 
but I found his channel one day and mm-hmm. I was like, you know, this is really interesting because he at one like there's one episode where he talks about him like all the punishments given throughout Jurassic Park. We reference that way too many times on this show. <laughs> um Yeah. The, and so that movie. he goes through like not the whole movie, but he goes through like clips of the movie where like either people get hurt or like whatever. And at the end of the movie, he gives a review based on legal realism. And for me, I'm like, that's actually really cool. Mm-hmm. And that was what, you know, got me back into liking the world of law and all these crazy things. Where, nice. Like, there's an episode where he reviews a South Park episode oh. and talks about this thing. This is a real thing, by the way. It's called the Chewbacca defense, which is basically a red herring. Which is uh, yeah, you just more, try to distract you someone. Di- distract him. It's what it's what Johnny Cochran did to save O.J. Simpson before O.J. Simpson got arrested after. Nice. Anyways, so it's it's things like that that get me interested in like law again. For sports YouTubers, it's a little different because you have your general sort of channels for like Sportsnet, TSN, uh, the Score. Even mm. considering I'm amazed the Score is even still around, but yeah, you have all these guys. And ESPN if as and if well. You're in sports, but if you're in those are. States. Yeah, but I think, like, those are the bigger sort of guys Mm -hmm. that you get into after because that's when you get into, like, the real media guys. You know, like like Bob McKenzie before Bob retired. Like, his kid Sean McKenzie works for TSN, so there's that. Or I think he's on Sportsman now. Anyways, you have have guys like you have Sean McKenzie. You have Tim and Sid. Yeah. You got Friedman. Right. uh, Brian Burke. You have all these guys that are, like, they know what they're talking about. So you watching that, you're like, huh? Like, I only know so much right now, but compared to that, it's like, doesn't really make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. However, there are some YouTuber, I don't want to call them influencers, but there are some big YouTubers out there that you can watch. For hockey, Steve Dangle. Probably the best guy you can watch to just, like, get an understanding of hockey. Because what Steve does is, although he knows an unhealthy amount <laughs> about the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yes. That, did, that dude bleeds blue. He, he bleeds blue and white. He really does. He's a great guy. I met him once. Um, he makes his, he makes sure his videos aren't too elitist? hockey nerdy elitist. Yeah, that's a, another good way of putting. It. He makes sure they're not too nerdy, so that casual fans that watch hockey, casual fans that want, watch the Toronto Maple Leafs, can sort of get a better understanding of like what's going on. Because say like you know you have casual fans that I say casual in the sense of they don't know the stats part. They could be hardcore like cheering for them. Right. Right. So you have guys like these that say the Leafs lose another Game 7 series to the Bruins, okay. right? Yeah. People are going to be mad. Yeah. Okay? But there are going to be two kinds of fans arguing. Fans, number one, arguing with each other are, oh, well, stats, yada, 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 yada. And the other fans are going, well, we know about how much Matthews, Marner, Tavares, we know how much they're getting paid. Like, we're aware of that. But... Now that we see how they're playing, are they worth the money? And I think that's where a lot of fans sort of Get want the, to try and sort of understand. move over, like, like uh, bridge the gap between knowing about, like, crazy stats and whatnot and just being a regular casual right. fan. So that's one way of doing it is just, checking out YouTubers. So yeah, so like sort of figuring out um, uh, more, like, not necessarily watered down, but like a more... Uh, simplified almost yeah like a a way that is explained in a way that uh you're familiar with it's like i i was uh okay so like you know a couple years ago i didn't know that much about you know the history of like uh you know cinema and like you know like deep cinema and and film but you know when i 
uh, went to, to school. I had to learn film studies, and then I just got really into uh, learning about uh, learning about cinema and just like, oh, this, you know, uh, what director's styles are like, who, who uh, you know, this this director likes to have this kind of style and and um, you know figuring out how to uh, critique a film based on you know various factors like cinematography or like mise en scène and stuff like that like uh, it is kind of like a short smaller build uh, from what I remember of like getting into that is like try to figure out um, you know one one foot at a time one step at a time. Um, but it was a little weird because, like, sometimes you're if you're going in there by yourself, yeah, it could be great because you don't have anyone telling you what to do. But like, sometimes it's it's a little weird because you're like, uh, I, I want someone to help guide me. So I'm gonna flip this and ask like, if uh, if you are someone who who has a friend, uh, you are the friend who knows a lot about sports. You are the friend who is uh, really passionate about it and maybe you you have a friend who is like me and doesn't isn't as passionate uh how, how do you how do you uh, what are you gonna do to uh communicate uh, and have them understand like are you gonna find like how would you go about that hmm. like would you send them to uh these uh like these youtubers uh and like, how how would you go about uh, getting someone in, uh, interested in that? Not that like you you know you're gonna force them and this be is, like, if you can only be my friend, I can only talk to you if we you talk about sports. You can only be on this podcast yeah. if you learn the salary cap of every team in the NHL yeah. by tomorrow. No. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going out with you anymore yeah. unless yeah. you uh, know all these <laughs> stats. Yeah. Um, oh God, that'd be a rough. Yeah. Uh, but, but there's there are some people. I know. Yeah, yeah. There are some I know. girls who know. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So like here, uh, yeah. So this is assuming that like they have a they have like a like an interest and a want to learn these things. Yeah, like like an interest. Okay. Well, uh, oftentimes it's like an interest in wanting to connect with you. Yeah. Right. Right, Yeah. Um, I feel like it really. Well, no, I don't think it depends on the situation, but you know, people will learn about certain things to either the level of you or the level just below you if not the midway mark because i feel like so long as you're making an effort to learn about these things that's a start by getting into it i i wouldn't say i wanted to get like you into more stat stuff or whatever right i wouldn't force these things on you but i'd mention things like oh yeah you know like we talk about these things on the podcast or like we talk about the like parse is screaming about something related to this again we might want to look into it and like see what's up you know like say I don't know, uh, the Chicago Bulls offer LeBron James a contract of eight billion. Do- that's not gonna happen. But <laughs> what? <laughs> well, what? I don't know. I can't. I, that's the most ridiculous thing I could think of without my. Oh, I got it. Let's say like the Chicago Blackhawks trade for a player they used to have back in the day. Oh yeah, we can which isn't even that. a theoretical. It's, it's not even something a theoretical. They've been doing. It's something that happened. But okay. So I bring this up in the group chat, for example, right? And Parse goes loony about it. Because he's like, this guy wasn't good that year, like yada 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 yada. There's a reason we traded him in the first place. For me, it's like we traded I know... him to get Brandon Saad. And then yeah, like, and then you got why him are we back. going backwards? Okay, so okay, back carrying on. Track, on yes. <laughs> so for me, it's like okay, 
I know the team traded this guy in the first place. For what reason? Probably because he wasn't doing hot on the he team. He performing. Right, just underperforming. Well, why'd they bring him back? Let me see how he's doing in comparison from that year to now. Right? See those things I bring up and, like, like I don't want to force that on people, but I feel like that's a question you can ask yourself. So try to figure out what they, where their natural curiosity lies. Yeah, exactly. Just figure out where curiosity lies. Cause, feed you know, that to them. It, like, for example, um, do I bring – I'm going to bring this up. Okay. Uh, so, for example, there's a, uh, a relationship I was in once upon a time. Uh, the girl I was seeing wasn't into sports much, except like soccer, but that's only because her dad watched soccer. Mm-hmm. But she knew I loved hockey and basketball. Mm-hmm. And so during the Raptors run, you know, she'd actually like be watching games and like texting me things like, oh my God, the Raptors are doing good. Or, oh my God, they're losing. Trying to get into that waifu material status. It's just like, they're actually like, you know, I didn't want to force that on her, but she was making an effort to actually like check that stuff out. It's curiosity, right? So, yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, because the, the, the people that I want to uh, aim this to is, like, the, the relationships that you have with, um, oftentimes it's, like, uh, romantic relationships. But yeah. really, for me, for, for what I see is, like, oftentimes it is, like, parent-child relationships where it's, like, one is super into one thing and the other is, like, really not. Like, they don't. There's another aspect yeah. to it as well. I mean, I, not, not that I, but I did want to get my two cents into it. Um, there's the eye test. The um, what? The eye test. The eye test. Explain. So Please. the eye test is what we what we and we've all been criminal to it. It's what we do when we watch something. For example, if you're at home and somebody does the dishes in a completely unorthodox way that you've never seen before, you can't explain it, but you know there's a problem because of the eye test, how it looks. Um, when you guys are watching sports out there, your spouses, significant others, parents. I would also encourage you to watch the games and, in your perspective, kind of see what's wrong. Easiest way, I remember when Anton was starting to watch out, watch how it how it went, it was people missing shots. Now, in NBA, people miss a lot of shots. That's why you see the percentages under 50%. Sure. But there is also an eye test to it that you can kind of tell why people are so bad. For example, if they're taking shots that they're hitting off the side of the backboard. <laughs> yeah. Well, George. Well, so... You know, mentioning going off that, I'll let you finish in a second, but going off that, sorry, uh, and talking about like, you know, relationships with like, never mind like spousal, but like even with your parents, my dad is like the last person I would expect to watch sports, mm-hmm. like the last human being on earth to watch a game and be invested in a game. Uh, game one was what, a few days ago, a couple yeah. days ago, yeah. night, night of game one, like I was watching in my room and my dad was in his room watching. I had no idea he was watching the game. Mm-hmm. So the next morning we're eating breakfast. And he kind of, he just you know we're at the we're sitting down and eating and he looks at me and he's like, man that Rondo guy was really on fire last night he was just nailing threes and I looked at him like the hell happened to you I test I test I was like you were watching the game and you knew what was going on he's like yeah and Anthony Davis was doing really great last night yeah, he had what thirty something points I was like you were paying attention wow and you know it's not that I I don't force these things on my dad like he knows I have a legitimate and like genuine love for sports. And for him to, like, sort of get to that relationship, a lot, like, a lot better, he amazingly has been following. So, like, even, like, random-ass hockey games. When I was in Boston, you know, whether it be the Red Wings, the Leafs, or the Bruins, he would, like, occasionally he'll, he'll just text me and be like, oh, yeah, the Bruins did, like, really good today. Yeah. Like, who's that guy that plays on their first line? I'm like, 
And you don't have to know all the players. Okay. You don't even have to know exactly. the You don't have to know as who's people who yeah. are starting out. You don't have to know. Yeah. You know? Um, that's not too, too important. You'll get there. As so their names keep like, I think some people are just, like, afraid of, yeah. like, saying something st- stupid or, like, saying something and then having someone who might be feeling very elitist. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like kind of, you know, those people who are like, "Oh, you like this band? Oh, name name three of their albums." It's like, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. They're like, "What's their what? How long was the seventh track on their fifth album?" And you're like, "I don't know." He's guilty. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> it, bro. That's crazy. You that, know, yeah, like, yeah, like I don't. But I honestly think that's also like the people you're around. So I remember I've been around some people who who judge me for making incorrect predictions. Oh, yeah. I've, I've, I've and, had that too, yeah. you know, like, who are, like, come on. We're all still friends here. We can all still laugh yeah. and have fun well, with it. So gonna, the people you're around are really going to shape that. Yeah. If you're around some bad people, then I guess you shouldn't be around them, man. It's, no. not, it's not your fault to be wrong. If Anton's ever wrong in a game, I always, I don't, I don't call him out and go, hey, hey, look, look at this guy. Uh, he's <laughs> look at this dude. Dumb. Look at this dude. <laughs> Nah, no. I'd be like, nah, you know, this, it's not correct. I mean, I'll, exactly. I'll correct it's you. Like, oh, going, yeah, back well, to, actually, going back to my yeah. point to relate with you, like with the eye test, my sister recently, about two weeks ago, we were watching, sorry, sorry, three weeks ago, we were watching a Grand Prix for F1. And we were watching this, we were watching the, the younger, younger generation, the F2 race happens yep. on Saturday mornings. Now, my sister has never, ever been involved with racing and the world of racing. And it probably still doesn't make sense to all of the whole complexes. Right. But she saw me watching it. And just by her eyes, she could tell that that guy's not driving well. Yeah. That guy needs to pick up the pace. That guy's tires are probably dead. Why did he allow that person to go right by him? Questions like that. So when I tell, when I tell people, you know, one of the easiest ways to learn about sports is also to just kind of watch it. You'd be able to tell a lot from just your eyes and the eye test itself as to who's doing good, who's not doing good. And you start to question those things. And um, now my sister, who's still not at all into the world of racing, she actually even can tell me what I'm doing wrong in my own sim races when I'm, cause I'm involved in a sports league, esports league for, for F1 racing. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. I think one other thing that could definitely, definitely help is like, you try to play the game. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. It's, it's kind of hard to know that like, uh, yeah, that guy's uh, free throw is weird. If you haven't, you know, try- attempted a free throw. Yeah. Even video games. Like, lots of people have gotten into sports through video games. I was reading this article of this guy uh, uh, who became, like, a huge hockey fan because his first exposure to that was a- a- NHL uh, 2006 or something. I don't know. Oh, man, mm. I wish he said and, 2009. 2009 was such a great game. And, um, well, he, he's, he's older now. He's, like, yeah. Yeah. older fellow, but... Um, like yeah, like that's how we got too. really into to hockey and knowing about it is like attempting to to play a video game. And so, like, if you can, if you if you know, or if you have the experience of trying to play the game yourself, then you can actually know a little bit more about like, all right, this is this is a weird strategy that this team is pulling, or like that player is is uh, off their game. And those in their yeah. 20s and 30s, I know we're not in gym class anymore and video games may not excite you, but when you go to the gym, you know, try to try to put up a couple shots. It, it may change you. You may start to understand why it's so damn hard for um, for um, Van Vliet to hit a three. Yeah. You may start to understand why. Yeah. So two things. Number one is related, and that is, you know, when you... Yeah, you know, video games do make a difference in getting people interested in things. 
like, you know, for me, when it comes to history, is because of, like, all these video games I've played in the past. When it comes to sports, first, yeah, <laughs> the Call of Duty doesn't count. Um, you know, first sport game I ever played was NHL Hits 2002 or 2003, whichever year it was for the GameCube, that had, like, uh, street hockey involved in it. It was really fun. But, you know, for me, being a Detroit kid, or Detroit area kid, I guess, and knowing about the Red Wings, back then, I was like, yeah, they were, like, a, a, a good team. That's all I knew, that they were a good team. And in that game, it's mainly Red Wings dominated because that was the year after they won the Cup in 02. And I didn't know about that stuff, right? Because, like, I knew just the Red Wings were a good team. But, like, there's all these good players there. And I'm like, who's this guy? Who's this guy? Who's this guy? I'm like, I should look into this more. Even now, like, you know, I look back at it. And I remember having the game and my uncle from Michigan, like, came to visit one day. And I was like, who's Scotty Bowman? And he was like, oh, Scotty Bowman is like was the coach of Detroit. He, like, did all these great things. He coached, like, a bunch of other teams and won, like, a lot of Stanley Cups. And I was like, oh, he sounds interesting. And so, yeah, genuine curiosity sort of came back from, from the video games, basically. To the point where I even now have books about all these players and even players that I don't know too much about, but I've heard their names. I've heard, I have like books of theirs or like of them that I just read out and or read about and check out. <clears throat> like I've got two right now I'm working, uh, finishing up. One's, uh, one's a book about Derek Jeter. And, like everyone knows that name at like somewhere. So doing that, uh, Bill Belichick's the other one. That's a really good one. Uh, even Roy Halladay, the former Blue Jays pitcher, you know, people in Toronto from like that era of the Jays would know who Halladay is and like fans know. Yeah, he was a great pitcher. But, you know, it's like the the interest for me was like, I kind of want to know more about Roy Halladay. You know, God rest his soul. Uh, rest in peace, Roy. But yeah, it's like it's just genuine curiosity that, that stems from like video games or media. Second thing, this is completely unrelated, but I was just checking Twitter. That's another thing you could like if you want to get more into it, check out like. Actually, maybe that's not a good idea. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. Not, sometimes sometimes you get that kind of toxic. A sometimes you get toxic, but uh, <laughs> this is this is completely unrelated. But something we were talking about in our previous episode from Seth Rorabo Rorabo. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, who is a writer for the Pittsburgh Penguins and a member of the Pro Hockey Writers Association? The Pittsburgh Penguins have been told to prepare for training camp on November fifteenth. Of this year. And? For the new season. Supposedly. So that's all I've got right now. Okay. But yeah. That was kind of unrelated, but yeah. Uh, that's why I said it was unrelated. Yeah. <laughs> but that was it. Anyways. Yeah. Social media is a toxic place. Did You just gotta, you, you sort of got to tread lightly. Yeah, it's related don't, now. Don't don't go social media. <laughs> Twitter, Twitter is a very dangerous place. Or if you go, just place. don't comment. <laughs> yeah. Or you know what? Um, going back to the YouTube thing, actually. There are obviously, like, other YouTubers like, you can check out and, like, people that make things interesting. TSN, if you ever want interesting content that's sort of, like, vibes. I don't know if that's the right word to use, but I'm going to use it anyways. Vibes with, like, a younger crowd. They have a separate group of employees and uh, media and writers at TSN called Bar Down. And the Bar Down guys do these quizzes every now and then. Well, they'll they'll quiz each other on, like, Mainly it's hockey knowledge, but they're really interesting to watch. Not from, like, a fan stat perspective, but just for, like, the entertainment of it. And for me, it was, like, that's where I, like, like, I knew a fair bit about stats for a few years, but I think, like, I went a little more hardcore after seeing all those quizzes because they'd be talking about, like, 
who won rookie of the year in this year? Who won the Vezina in this year? Who like which player had this many points and this many goals in this year? And I'm like, I don't know these things, but I'm learning them from the quizzes, from watching them, and they're really cool. You know, it's yeah, it's it's all curiosity at the end of the day. Yeah. I think. So it's sort of like feed that curiosity. And I guess Yeah. How much time we get left? Ten. Okay. Yeah, and I guess like it's kind of like a you know, if you don't want to get into it. Don't, you don't have to get into it, but um, yeah, and don't force your friends to have to get into it. Maybe yeah. try to find some other thing that you can connect with. But yeah, um, yeah I guess if you have some sort of interest or uh, desire to connect with someone uh, on this, you know, topic on the topic of sports, then mm. try to find like one thing that you're interested in within it. Uh, for me, a lot of times it's about. Uh, the media and business side of things because that's like the thing that i know is like i know a lot about things about media right and um so i think that's where i sort of uh approach it from so like uh understanding okay so what does this mean for uh you know what does this mean for their broadcasting rights uh and like why why does um this tweet uh that someone sent out uh, why does that uh, make things more difficult? These are things that kind of like interest me. Why did this tweet start a wildfire? Yeah. No. Or like you know business decisions like mm-hmm. um oh we're gonna we're planning to uh build a new stadium for right. you know whatever billion dollars yeah um and just you know like that sort of thing of uh, like oh I'm very interested in like oh what what this means uh from an investment perspective so like those are things that kind of interest me. And another thing is, like, stories of mm. players. You know, like, yeah. you watch the Olympics. Uh, you know, you're watching, let's say... Um, Kazakhstan. No. Uh, or sure. <laughs> yeah. Or you, you're watching any... You're watching your team, and it's like... Um, what do they call it? Uh, luge? Yeah. Oh, yeah, That, yeah, yeah. that sport, yeah, Winters yeah, yeah. Olympics? It was Winters. Mm. Nobody watches... Okay, not nobody. There's there's a fan of dedicated there's, fans. There's some dedicated fans. But, there, like... Huh? The general, the, world. the general populace doesn't just like keep up day to day with the sport of luge. Hey, you want to watch some luge today? No. <laughs> but when, but when um, you're watching it, just you know, because it's like a, you know, Friday afternoon, and it's like that's that's the thing that's on. Yeah. Um, you're watching it, and um, for for us, it, we're Canadian, so like a Canadian, uh, uh, Canadian athlete will, will step up. And then before they're about to go on, it'll switch to their story, and it'll be like, uh, you know, for ESPN, it's like thirty for thirty, but it's you know they capture their their story and their history mm-hmm. uh, behind like, oh, um, my father used to do this sport with me, and you know he uh, he died of cancer or something. I don't know, like it that. Was, yeah, but like, like it's very unbelievable like, backstory. Well, yeah, like these are like, backstories, amazing, even if it's yeah. not like as dramatic you know everyone yeah. has some sort of story and i think oh. understanding players stories is like a kind of the best way to capture someone's attention because you know I-, I will not generally remember numbers but i'll remember someone's story usain bolt For- usain bolt yeah uh not talking about the olympics uh the olympic oh words today not talking about the olympics but if you're talking about stories if you're talking about something that got the worldwide attention because of someone's story fucking david ayers Oh yeah, yeah. Like this, the story of uh, this random equipment local manager, equipment manager, and Zamboni driver for the Leafs, 
who played junior B hockey and apparently had a kidney transplant like 15 years ago. Fun fact. Um, he was put into a situation where he had to play a professional hockey game against the team he works for, and he won. And the next thing you know, he is on Stephen Colbert and all these other like late-night talk shows, and he became a media sensation for a good couple days. Dude, you never and see you, And you hear a story dream. behind everything, and you're like, that's really cool. Didn't, like, is- uh, Raleigh make him uh, <laughs> yeah, like they have David a, Ayer's yeah, Day? Yeah, there's a David Ayer's Day in Raleigh, North Carolina. <laughs> For a forty, t- yeah, I'm not even gonna for say this a bit. Torontonian Canadian, yep, <laughs> who drives a Zamboni. But you know, yeah, there's all that. And another thing too is like with stories, and this is something going back to the whole feeding into your curiosity. Because I think at the end of the day, like that's one, it, it, you just feed into your curiosity. Whether or not you have an interest for it is a big part. But you look at certain leagues, <clears throat> football mainly. And they have, like, they hype everything. It's the most, um, it truly is the most American sport because they hype everything up. Monday night football, Sunday night football, Thursday night football, Sunday night primetime football live on NBC. And you're like, why do they do this? Why do they hype this up so much? And you start watching and then, you know, as you're watching, you see these players that are like, that they will look at specifically. And you start to understand, like, uh, even they have, like, their own stories of, like, making it to the NFL and whatnot and, you know, same thing in basketball and everything. So, yeah, there's there's a whole lot of things to it when you get into sports. And at the end of the day, I, I feel like it really does rely on, like, feeding into your interests and whether or not you want to sort of get into that. Like, do you want to take that next step in getting into more of these, like, crazy things? Yeah. So I think, like, yeah, that's why I said um, figuring out which part sparks your curiosity first. Yeah. So, like... Let's say you're really interested in business or you're really interested in media um, or maybe you're interested in like, um, you know, so, social rights uh, and social justice or like, you know, uh, human, yeah, human rights. And you, you're talking about like, oh, so this is how the owners treat their, you know, uh, concession stands employees. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like cutting back paychecks or like, you know, you're talking about, um, uh you know, brain injury with players, maybe looking yeah, at it from CG that angle. And all that. Yeah. Maybe you're, you're a person who's like really into, um, uh, physiology. Like you're, you know, uh, yeah. you come at it from that yeah. angle and you're like, uh, or maybe you're really into physics, you know, exactly. you're like a science yeah. person. The end result is that sports is awesome. <laughs> get into it. And yeah. so like figure out which Avenue you can <clears throat> take into it. Yeah. And um, I feel like for whatever your interest is, there's a team that'll fit your interest. If you like, the business side of things, you can start going into like the upper echelon of teams in their leagues that are like spending a lot of money. Exactly. If you like the physics, I would say of, that like if you're also really interested in like entrepreneurship yeah. style, yeah. then you can look into like the you know bottom of the barrel quote mm-hmm. unquote teams. Yep. Uh, we got like five minutes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bottom of the barrel teams. Um, you know, like the way Billy Bean brought. Uh, yeah. Uh, the uh, Oakland Athletics yep. up from you know the ashes. Yes. Uh, yep. And so and watch you know, those movies too. You know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, watch God. those like those, and there's all these movies out there: Moneyball, Million Air Dollar Bud. Arm, Air Bud. Air Bud. Just watch it. Uh, well, <laughs> the Mighty Moneyball, Ducks. Moneyball, like I feel Moneyball like is a great I feel one. like you gotta you gotta love one of two things: you gotta love either baseball or you gotta love math and statistics. And Jonah Hill. <laughs> yeah, sure. it's yeah, or you just like you love Brad Pitt, but like yeah. those are the two main people that it attracted. Like mm-hmm. I have some, like I know someone who's like really into math. He's not really into baseball, but he loves statistics. Okay, and he liked that movie. Yeah, and another person who 
really loves baseball is like okay with math. Yeah. And I spoke to someone else who doesn't like either of those things. They're like, yeah, that movie is so boring. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, maybe happens. those other movies. Uh, right. Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks. The Mighty Ducks. Yeah. The Mighty Ducks. Anyway, Glory um, yeah. Road. I guess final. Remember right? the Titans. Final thoughts. Uh, at the end of the day. The there's a beauty when it comes to getting into sports, and uh, some people might call you psycho for it. People have definitely called me psycho for it, but that's okay. Um, but you know, sports really does bring people together, and when you're in a group of friends that do talk about sports like on a har- almost hardcore level, like what Parson and I do, it's a different dynamic. Not a bad dynamic, I'd say. When one person is sort of on the on a different level compared to the other two, like with Anton and the two of us, but. It's a way for us to sort of learn more about the sports we follow and that we watch from each other because we're always talking about either the same thing or different things. And so, you know, for me, I like talking about stats and money. Parse likes talking about Chicago. And Anton will talk about, you know, the film, like media perspective or things like that. And we all we all get different things out of each other. So for me it's like i didn't really have an interest in that but now i do because my friend is talking about it and that can work vice versa so yeah it's really just like find what your interests are not just in sports but in like life i guess and see what you can do to relate relate that to sports either watching youtubers reading books watching games and like trying to you know just give it give your own perspective on the game not from like the hardcore fan perspective but just like your own thoughts about it based on your interests. Yeah, final thoughts going out. I mean, um, first of all, I want to thank you guys for even tuning into this one. It's a really interactive one. Uh, you guys are watching this because you're interested in sports as well as interested in who we are and what we say. So that's another thing. I mean, we try to we try to make it as understandable as possible for you guys. And um, I think that's very important going forward on, on how we approach this. Because, yeah. you yeah. know, we, we love our viewers and we love how we love talking about this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then on another level, you know, I, I implore you guys to really get into sports. Sports is a great, a great fun thing to have, you know, in terms of talking, talking points, passing the time kind of stuff, uh, you know, having something to root for, having something to cheer about, having, to, uh, you know, even in so understanding a different culture can be done through sports. Mm-hmm. And uh, last year is a, it's a direct, um, a direct, I guess, idea or comparison. I'm forgetting the word to use, but just Toronto Raptors winning a championship brought a lot of cultures together. Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, one of – sorry, that was your – I didn't mean to cut you off. Was that no, your no, final thought? No, that's it. Thank you, done. Um, yeah, there you go. Yeah, so uh, I forget which one it was, but one of the previous popes once said that there are a lot of unimportant things in the world, but of all the unimportant things, football is the most important. <laughs> he said that. Okay. And what think, is true? And uh, – some of you guys listening, you guys might know of uh, an author and, and YouTuber named John Green. He wrote yep. like The Fault in Our Stars, Stars and, yeah, and some other books. Yeah. Uh, and he he's really into um, third tier English football uh, because he, he he at first he just liked the story that there was this team that at first wasn't there. Uh, sorry, they lost their team because uh, yep. the owner moved them to another stadium. And they decided to rebuild their own team. And it was a grassroots effort. And so he decided to sponsor this team because he loved their story. And so f- try to figure out... Uh, and what he he most loved about sports is the idea of of showing humanity through sports. It's like showing the idea of, of hope through these this team, uh, this town who decided to revive their team 
through just sheer will. And so right. that like that hope. And he said, like, yeah, there's so many terrible things going on in the world. So many other things that you want to focus on, you know, climate change, you know, uh, you know, geopolitical things. But like there, are, you know, diseases and stuff. But having sports, uh, you know, of all of the unimportant things in life, sports is something that gives people hope. And it's something that kind of it does kind of bring people together and so mm-hmm. i would say you know you don't have to get super into it if you don't want to um you know and don't also don't force your your friends or whoever yeah. to to get into it if they don't want to but um yeah just look at it from a curious perspective yep yeah anyways this has been good thank you anton you're welcome thank you for that question next time we do this we'll have parts to ask a question and i'm already fearing that day this has yeah, been the Sportculation no, no, no. Podcast. I'm Yusuf. I'm Pars. I'm Anton. We'll see you soon. I forgot to say something. Anything? <laughs> you okay, forgot good. to say something. <laughs> <laughs>